Hey, what's up, everybody? We are so excited that you are listening to another episode of Open Mic. I'm here today with some awesome people that I'd like to introduce you to. Uh, We have Ryan Harp joining us today. We have Chloe and we have Ben Shank. And so, guys, how are you doing today? Doing all right. Yeah, fantastic. Right. I'm on the, so I have the good. energy drink, but no breakfast vibe right now. Oh, so, you know, that's a little shaky. Stomach, stomach's a little going, you know, a little shaky, but feeling good. Feeling good. That's awesome. I love it. Guys, we are um, in the middle of 21 days of prayer and fasting as a church, and we're really excited about that. Um, if you miss Sunday, you can always check that out on YouTube. Uh, and we want to invite you to come and be a part of this 21 days of prayer and fasting because today we are, we are talking all about prayer and how prayer actually matters and we should engage in prayer. Um, and when we pray, things change. Um, and so, man, I want to just ask you guys just right off the bat, like, why should we pray? Like, what does it actually matter? Are these just empty words that when we, we say these words to God, does he hear it? Does it matter? What, you know, what is this about prayer? Yeah. I mean, I know for me, I think, uh, early on in my, my walk, you know, it's so easy uh, to like read scripture. And I think that's kind of my personality. Like I love to get in and dig into the word. And I've found that, you know, prayer can be a really intimidating thing and really hard thing and feel like, mm-hmm. man, I'm just not doing it well. And so I've been on a journey for a long time mm-hmm. of uh, one, what is prayer and how do I connect with God? And so mm-hmm. for me, I think a lot of times I just try and break it down to the basics of this is me communicating with God. Mm-hmm. And um, this is my opportunity to listen and mm-hmm. see what he wants to say to me. And so maybe I'm a little dense, you know, a little slow <laughs> on the uptake, but that's kind of how I think about, you know, prayer. Mm, that's good. I think prayer too is like um, our weapons against the enemy. Like the enemy so badly wants to destroy like our friendships, our marriages, like relationships in our life and so many things that honor and glorify God. And so like we have to be surrounding those things in prayer. Like the enemy does not want us to be surrounding them in prayer. And so I think that's a big thing. And I also think like you were saying, Ben, like it grows our intimacy with God. Like I'll never remember or never forget (laughs) um, when I was going through a really hard time in high school and my mom was like, you just need to go into the bathroom and get on your knees and pray. And I'll never forget that because that like grew my intimacy with God like never before. And so I feel like prayer grows our intimacy and our walk with God like crazy. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, I I love what you said, Ben, when you talked about it's when you get to listen to God because I think a lot of times we think of prayer as me talking to God and not as much uh, a, a way for us to hear from God. And I think a lot of times a misconception with prayer is that we feel as if prayer is us trying to change God mm. or uh, have his will be you know, molded to what we want. And I feel like oftentimes what prayer is is really saying, God, I don't know what to do, but I want you to tell me what to do. And I'm opening up my life because that's all that a relationship with God is, is, is us opening up to him. And that doesn't just stop at salvation. That, that's, that really starts at salvation um, a relationship with Jesus is a continual process of you opening up your life to say, God, what do you want for me? I mean, I think prayer is one of the ways that we continually uh, do that. Mm. Yeah, I think that's so good. And and prayer truly changes things, right? Like we could probably mm. all tell you stories, which we will get there uh, at some point during this podcast of how we've prayed for something and how God has answered that, uh, whether that be really big or really small. Um, and I think something to remember is that like God actually like wants us to come to him for everything and in everything um, and pray about it. And so, you know, when I think about prayer, I think of James 5, 7, 5, 16, the prayer of a righteous person avails much. And man, that verse gets me like wanting to pray more, right? So I can go through seasons. Maybe all of us have thought this of, I don't want to pray about that again, or that's too small. I'm not going to bring this to God. But I think that God would actually say, hey, 
everything I want to hear about it. I want you to mm-hmm. come to me in everything. So Ben, what, you know, tell us a little bit about that. I mean, I, I think about what you just said. Um, and as a dad, you know, with mm-hmm. three kids, um, usually that's like a veiled threat, you know, like <laughs> say it again, you know, like I dare you <laughs> yeah. say it again, you know, they know, like I've already told you what my answer is, <laughs> but it's so funny though, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. here's my heavenly father who is, uh, beckoning me, right? Mm-hmm. Like calling me to like, Ben, like, say it again. Like, yeah. ask me again. And I think it's more than just, hey, here's what's going to happen. Again, I, again I'm slow, so I'm always like, man, I bring it back to relationship. Mm-hmm. It's about this intimacy that he wants to have. Mm-hmm. And um, it's kind of like, I think for me, a lot of times where there's uh, maybe a season of waiting or mm-hmm. there's um, a long time in between what I'm praying for, I feel like those are those times where it's like I'm really leaned in, and it's mm-hmm. kind of that, that whisper. Mark Batterson has this great yes. book called Whisper. Mm-hmm. If you haven't read it, you need to read it. But he talks about this where, like, there's these seasons where we really have to press in and listen. Mm-hmm. It's almost like this, this labor mm-hmm. where I'm striving and I'm working to actually enter into the rest, as Hebrews 4.11 says, mm-hmm. right? I, I actually have to strive to then enter into that rest because that's where that intimacy is. Mm-hmm. That's where the closeness is. And I think sometimes it's easy for me to kind of give up and be like, oh, well, you know, that's his will. It's not going to happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, well. You know, but that's that's not it. Like, mm. it's it's even not even really about the outcome. It's really about that intimacy, getting right. closer to him. And yeah. I've got to remind myself of that so often. Mm. That's so good. That's Something that I feel like God has been teaching me is, you know, because I have prayers that I've been praying for a long time that mm. it seems like God's silent. And <laughs> that can be times where it's the temptation is to be like, you know what, forget it. I'm, I'm not going to pray this anymore because clearly he's not answering. Mm. And, man, God really just... Uh, showed me Romans 1 17 the righteous shall live by faith and that verse is like okay yeah we get that but then I was thinking about that and I was like okay I'm having faith to believe that God can answer some prayers mm-hmm. that are are to mm-hmm. be are not yet to be answered they haven't been answered yet mm-hmm. and I was like whoa actually that's how we should as believers live is by faith believing that God can answer mm-hmm. our prayers believing that his promises for us are true and it's actually this like divine privilege that we get to enter in with God and we get to live by faith and gosh I think he's so honored by that when we bring these requests to God mm-hmm. um, and ask him for what we need and, and thank him for what he's given us and God does something in us and through us in those moments moments of, okay, God, I'm here again, um, asking you for this again. Mm -hmm. And although it seems like there's no answers right now, I'm going to believe that you're still good. And he truly strengthens me in those times. And I'm excited when God answers some of these big prayers that I've been praying for a long time and to be able to share that with other people. But in the meantime, gosh, he's, he's working on, on me doing Mm -hmm. something that, uh, probably I need more than I, I think I do in the time in this time so it's like those seasons of waiting too it's like how close you're actually able to get yeah. with the Lord mm-hmm. it's like those seasons as much as we don't like them how beautiful they are yes. you know yeah. especially when we press into the Lord during those times yeah so he's he's definitely working and uh, molding us to who he wants us to be but mm-hmm. Chloe tell, tell us a little bit more about your prayer life and what that looks like yeah well what you were just saying Coco um just being kind of like persistent in our prayers too, like from that verse in Romans, I was um, reading this morning about um, Ephesians 6, and that says, pray in the spirit at all times and on every occasion and stay alert and be persistent in your prayers. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that goes with what you were saying, like we need to be like persistent in them and um, just keep asking God, but also just 
like continually be in prayer and praying at all times and at every occasion. Um, I know I talk about my mom a lot with prayer, but she really did like shape my prayer life Mm -hmm. so much when I um, accepted God when I was in high school. And she, that verse makes me think of her because she told me like when I'm on my way to school, uh, pray, like pray Mm -hmm. in the car, like pray as you're walking through the hallways past like the person that you just walked by. I pray for someone you feel bad for or heartaches Mm -hmm. for like on this in the grocery store, like stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so um, I feel like that shaped my prayer life so much of just praying constantly. Like I want to be in constant communication with God. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like that changes everything. Like in the day, even when I don't know like what words to say or can't articulate something, mm-hmm. I'm just like, okay, God help me um, right now in this moment. And he always does. Like he shows up so like abundantly more than I could ever ask or think. And so God is just so faithful. And I feel like prayer is just really, truly where I feel the most connected and intimate with God. Mm. Gosh, shout out to Heidi. I know. She <laughs> is awesome. We're all learning from I Heidi. Know. That's Seriously. awesome. I should have had her on the podcast. We I know. So we should have Man. zoomed her in or something. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, Ben, we were talking about a podcast we both listened to um, where Jesus talked about, I will see you in paradise. Mm-hmm. And he's, you know, when you look at the language, it's talking about the garden. I will see you back in the garden. And yeah. so I think prayer is a way where we can um not escape the world, but live through, live in the world in the way that God designed for us to live, um, which is in communion with God. I think of the passage that talks about praying without ceasing. Like, what does it mean to pray without ceasing? I think it means to, to live in a state where you're always in communion with God, which is what the garden was. Um, but I think a lot of times what's most important that I try to remind myself with my personal prayer life is uh, not asking God uh, to fulfill promises he didn't give me. Mm. So I think of, you know, a, a pastor I really love says this, that a lot of times we want God to answer promises, but we don't want to go through his processes. Mm. And so we're asking for God to give us things, but we don't want to get them the way that he asked us to. So I, I for me, you know, I struggle a lot with anxiety and peace and um, worry. And so I think of, you know, I'll do things throughout the week and then ask God to, you know, just be like, hey, I need you to come in and just like give me peace. But it's like, hey, you didn't live the, the life that I wanted you to live. Like, you're not going through uh, life the way that I want you to, my process. Um, and so with that, I have to remind myself, you know, when I'm praying, uh, it doesn't, prayer doesn't start with your prayer, really. It starts with the way that you're living. And when you're living with God, it's a continual process of learning how to live life the way he designed. And I think that helps your prayer life rather than just kind of coming to God um, in a sense of, hey, I need you, I'm in this issue, mm-hmm. but coming to God with your thoughts before it even gets to that point. Yeah. Um, I mean, he, he says, right, like, we don't pray for peace, we pray for the Prince of Peace. Mm-hmm. He is yeah. peace, mm-hmm. you know, and again, if I, you come back, like, it's his presence that provides mm-hmm. yeah. that peace, and often we just want, right, the end result of uh-huh. whatever that process yeah. is, uh-huh. and God's like, no, I'm with you through the whole thing, and that's mm-hmm. where... Yeah. That's where I'm going to teach you through it. Yeah, so that's, that's super sweet. powerful. I even think of um, a book I read by Chad Veach uh, talked about how, um, you know, you talked about praying. You know, we pray to the Prince of Peace. I love one thing he says is that we don't pray for, we pray from. Uh, we know that God is the Prince of Peace. We know that he will give us peace. And so we don't have to pray for. We can, when we pray, remind ourselves, hey, I'm praying from a position where I have a relationship with the God who gives me peace. And so I think that's so important to remember while you're praying that you're not begging God to give you things that he's promising you. Um, you just have to go through the process of the way that he wants you to get there, uh, which is living the life that he has called you to. And 
how do you learn how to do that? It's through prayer, you know, mm-hmm. one. And it's also through the word that he's given us. It's through learning the scriptures and, and observing, hey, how did Jesus live life and beginning oh. to live life mm-hmm. yeah. like that? It's really good. Ben, so we are, you know, in this 21 days of prayer mm-hmm. and fasting. We've talked about a little bit about this book, A Praying Life. So mm-hmm. we're selling this at Next Step. So uh, we want to invite you to uh, to pick up that book because, gosh, I have been reading it, and it's it's just changed my perspective on prayer. Mm-hmm. So, Ben, give us a little um, insight on that. I know you've you've read that book as well. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I read this. Gosh, I'm going to date myself here probably <laughs> a decade ago um, and actually had a great conversation with Tom. Um, and so I remember tossing it to Tom. I was like, man, you got to read this. Like, just phenomenal. And I mean, the whole book is phenomenal, but mm-hmm. there's a part in there that really stuck with me, and it was about cynicism. Mm-hmm. And Coco, you and I were talking a little bit about it earlier, but I think one of the things that he talks about in the book that's really, really powerful is the fact that um, what happens naturally in the world is that we grow cynical. Mm-hmm. And all that really means is that it's um, we see through what's going to happen. You know, you've been jaded, you've been hurt. I mean, just be in a relationship for more in a minute, right? You're, right. There's this tendency to get hurt, and then we want to protect ourselves. Mm. And so when that happens is we begin to see through, right, the motives or the reasons why people are doing what they're doing. But the problem is, and this comes from C.S. Lewis, he says this, he says, it's one thing to see through something, but if we grow cynical, what happens is we begin to see through everything. Mm-hmm. And if you see through everything you see nothing. Mm. You're blind. And so what he talks about in the book is that um, we can't grow cynical. We have to, again, remember who God is. And what happens is the opposite of cynicism is joy. Mm -hmm. Because joy says, I'm believing that God can do something. And I think that's where for us in in prayer, and especially when it comes to prayer and fasting, it's saying, I'm connecting to God through prayer. But fasting says I'm disconnecting from the world. Mm. And that's where that's where we begin to connect and see, no, I can have joy. I can have faith because I'm believing in a good father, mm. right? One who wants to give good gifts, not a world yeah. who's come to beat me down. Yeah. That's good. Gosh, I'm I'm just excited for our whole church to go through this book because I have just been so mm. encouraged and thinking about regaining that childlike faith and believing that you know, God can do anything. He can do the impossible. Uh, so believing God for that just, I mean, it strengthens my faith and it helps me to have hope again and to remember. And he says something in the book and he says, we can be saved. We can have this redemptive, uh, you know, heart and we can have a relationship with God, but we breathe the air of cynicism and that's completely against the gospel. And gosh, I'm like, so, you know, we're giving you a little taste of this book because it's Mm. that good. We want you to read it and (laughs) and grab that. So, um, um, it's yeah, it's so so good. So we talked a little bit about fasting. Um, ben, you 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 talked about how it, it makes us disengage from the world. Mm-hmm. What does fasting do for us when when we engage in the spiritual discipline of fasting? I think that's one of those spiritual disciplines for me personally. I'm like, yeah, I want to do that. I want to do that more. <laughs> and then I'm like, when was the last time I fasted? So you know, it really is something where it's it's like, okay, we have to like be disciplined <laughs> to do it. So uh, tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, I would say, you know, just speaking personally, fasting is a, a discipline that I definitely struggle in. Um, and so uh, I, I have to remind myself what fasting is, why I fast. Um, I don't think, you know, God just, God doesn't want you just to go without food for the for the fun of it or go without something for the fun of it. The, the point of fasting is to um, have something that signals to you, hey, I need, mm-hmm. I need to pray. 
Um, really, fasting is so connected to prayer. It really is um, a, a strategy into uh, reminding yourself how to pray. I mean, mm-hmm. I think of when both Jesus and Moses fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, um, how intimate and close they were with the Father. Because mm-hmm. I don't know about you, if I went, well, I probably, I don't know if I could go with food for 40 days. I would be pretty hungry. And I'd probably be thinking about it all the time. And the goal of that is to be thinking about Christ all the time. Um, and so I think that's the importance of fasting. Mm-hmm. I think that's why you should fast is because it, it is a great way to remove what you see as a necessity and remind yourself that God's the actual necessity. I mean, you hit it, man. It's mm-hmm. like we're, we're literally, we're choosing, right, to go without. Mm-hmm. And so it's essentially saying my spiritual hunger is greater than my mm-hmm. physical hunger. Wow. Like yeah. I'm more uh, hungry for God and what he mm-hmm. has for my life than I am for mm-hmm. even the things that I see as substance, things that I think need to provide for me. Because it's mm-hmm. not like, oh, I'm going to fast from social media or like, okay, yeah, I think that's a good mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, we mm-hmm. probably need to do things like that. But I really think when we begin to fast from something that is needed, mm-hmm. something like food, calories mm-hmm. to provide energy, mm-hmm. what we're doing is we're essentially saying, no, 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 God, you are the bread of life. No, mm-hmm. you are the one that provides and sustains me. That's good. And it's just that continual reminder that, no, he is the one that brings that. And that's where yeah. I, I see that as the the disconnect from the world. And that's where mm. we can't help but plug back into, you know, the Father. Mm. Yeah. So just practically speaking, if someone's out there and they've never fasted before, what are some things, is it just food that we can fast from? Are there different things we can fast from? What would you all say? Yeah. Um, I would say start with um, start with something that uh, you feel like the Lord's calling you to. Mm. Um, again, I think it starts with prayer, asking God, like, God, what are you calling me, you know, to mm. fast from? Um, you know, this is a discipline that me and, you know, my wife, Vanna, we've done for many years now. And, um, it's something that I've got a love hate relationship with. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I know that every single time that we've done it, whether it's just, we're going to fast from lunch today, Mm -hmm. or whether it's, we're going to go on a 21 or 40 day fast Mm -hmm. and we're going to do food or water or whatever. Like each one of those times, I know that, um, God has answered and Mm -hmm. God has uh, been faithful um, it may not have been in the way that I wanted or even in the mode in which I thought it would happen, but God has always answered, and we have always grown closer through that period and through that time. Um, and so I think if you're looking for breakthrough or asking for breakthrough, you're mm-hmm. needing power in your life. Yeah. Um, fasting is the way that we go about doing that. And again, mm-hmm. I think it comes down to what is God calling you to fast from? Maybe it's mm-hmm. as simple as uh, social media. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's something like a meal. Um, maybe it's sweets. Um, maybe, I mean, for somebody out there, maybe, maybe it's you go on a water fast for 21 days. I guarantee you, you're going to hear from the Lord <laughs> um, because you're so disconnected from everything mm-hmm. else. And you're saying, God, yeah. I'm, I'm desperate to have mm-hmm. you. Cause I, I really think this God answers when we're desperate mm, yeah. because I, w- I wrote this in my journal a few weeks back. Um, I was sharing this with David Chan. I was like, there's this moment where there, we find this deficiency in this gap. Mm-hmm. And I was writing this about myself. I was uh, thinking about a few areas where I felt just like kind of deficient. Mm-hmm. And I was asking God to like fill in the, this gap. But what I was doing was I was trying to work really hard to do it. Mm-hmm. And God just so gently spoke to me. He was like, no, that's, that's the gap where my power is. Oh. Mm-hmm. And when we fast, what we're doing is we're creating that gap for God to work mm-hmm. and move. So, Gosh, that's so good. Yeah. I think of uh, my wife and I on the way here, we're listening to something, and um, it was by a pastor who said that if dependency is the goal, then, um, oh, I can't, I can't think of the end of it, but it's like if, defense, if dependency on God is the goal, 
then a weakness is an advantage. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's exactly what you're saying is yeah. that whenever you're, whenever you're weak, it's exactly what you said. I love, um, one time I heard a pastor talk about how, uh, if you're bringing a five course meal, leave a little bit empty for God to fill in and for him to show up. And so I think that's exactly mm-hmm. what you're saying is, um, when you can, when you can show God, Hey, these are where I'm weak. This is the places where I'm weak. Uh, rather than trying to like make up for it, say, God, will you make up for it? I yeah. think that's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the Bible talks about when I'm weak, he is strong, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I was looking into that a little bit because I'm like, what, what, what does that exactly mean, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was so cool because it was showing me that through Blue Letter Bible, so shout out to Blue Letter Bible if you don't have that. <laughs> you can look into some stuff, get the context. But it was so cool because it was not talking about our own strength, that we'll, be, we'll get more strength. It was, no, we like legitimately lean on God's strength. Mm-hmm. And like that is so cool because then it has not like been what you're saying, nothing to do with us. It's all on God. And that's when we see his power at work. And, and that's just an incredible moment. I love stories of when people say, man, I prayed for something and God answered. Um, and that kind of makes me think of our, our extended prayer services that we have here at High Street. Uh, that's been a new thing for us over the last like six months. Once a month, we have extra time and 